And I'm Ralph. We're Ralph. Ralph Falispo of the Far From Vesuvius podcast. That's Ralph Pizarro of Calcio Napoli Club. Just rant about Napoli. Let's just let's go for it. We're going to rant. We're going to match report. We're gonna talk about the game. game talk about topics. Uh, leave comments. We're going to read your comments out questions. All right. Quick stats. Yes. Go stats. 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 Nice little segment that we're going to call the East of the Mountain. Who is East and East for the Napoli team? Let's see. Follow us on Facebook. Rafael Rispo. I want some feedback to the show. What do you guys want to see? What do you want to see? This is going to be a show for you guys. I want a lot of comments. We want to rant about something. Let us know if you want us to rant about something. We're not going to agree on everything. We won't. We won't. Come and rant. This is this war. We want to give you space to let loose. What do you do here? Well, that's going to be a wrap. Are we boring enough? I don't know. I think we're Let's get to it. Maron, 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 uh, Papa Rico has a night off tonight, and so uh, time for uh, uh, out there in New York. But we had a great panel, a great panel. Any feedback? All right, if anybody in chat, yeah, you sound a little fuzzy. You sound a little out of like you're underwater, Ralph. Me, yeah, yep. Stand by. Uh, that sounds much better. This is good. Yeah, better now. Are we good yeah. now? Yeah. 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 Wonderful. Gotta love life TV. All right. But uh, y'all, welcome to the panel. We got Il Professore Gaetano Salazzo in the house. We got our main man, Francesco. Uh, we got Michele Scotti Deluzzo, Peter Scala, and a boy from Calcio Guys, one of three, Johnny. Johnny, you know, I, I might start with you today because okay. you are the half and half. Yes. among the Calcio world between Roma and Twitter. But He's the unicorn. He's the unicorn. <laughs> right. I feel like I'm in a fishbowl right now. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, no, you're, you're the unicorn, Johnny. You're, you're the half and half. Uh, but, uh, guys, everybody saw the game. Super emotional. Napoli at home at the Stadio Maradona. Draw uh, Roma today and, and Jose Mourinho's men there. One-to-one. Quite possibly just destroying our hopes for a Scudetto this season. We'll get into some predictions, players, the match. Uh, but some quick words, Johnny. I'm going to start with you for the aftermath, Napoli versus Roma. Coming out the gate, I was kind of confident. I thought, all right, we, um, <clears throat> we, um, you know, we, 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 we're, maybe we learned a hard lesson against Fiorentina. Uh, we we regrouped. We reset. You know, uh, Luciano spoke to the boys. He did his little poetry bullshit and 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 encouraged them to score goals and win games. What say you, man? How, how you know coming out the gate, Napoli? How how they look? How'd you feel? Well, I mean, I was surprised I didn't start off with Elsie and Mertens. I mean, it's been such a great connection those two up front. And I just it it just didn't click in my head. I'm like, okay, Insigne, Osimhen, and Lozano. I mean, Lozano, if he wasn't for getting foul in the box to get the penalty shot, I mean, I don't think he was that much influential in the front three. 
but um, I mean that that's that's something that 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 irked me a bit. It's like it's a must-win situation. Mm-hmm. Mertens has been fantastic for the team. Maybe you believe that he's more effective when he comes off the bench. Probably that's probably Spalletti's way of thinking. But I don't, I don't know. I, I like his link up with Aussie men. So um, especially yeah. in a must-win game, and you you knew going into this game that you have to not drop any more points if you want to stay in the race, especially with Inter's right. game in hand. Right. And it, it first half they did show that they did show that off the gate. You know they sure. they were they were great. The mid three of Ruiz, Labotka. And uh, Anguisa was great. Uh, locked down Roma's midfield, which is probably a very, very tough midfield to go up against. And it, it just they did their, their job right. And then come second half, it just the switch flipped. Um, Roma was just continuing pounding, pounding, yes, pounding. And yes, you can't keep an offense like that shut down for for a long while. And you know, right? They're, they're gonna make they're gonna make you pay eventually. I mean, any team is gonna make you pay sitting back chilling. You know, I mean, we'll mm-hmm. we'll get to the end of the game and some of the subs, but uh, uh, <clears throat> I'll start with. Uh, I mean, I will move on. You know what? Let's just go counterclockwise to Fran. I mean, Fran, d- did you have any doubt today about goals coming from Napoli? And and whether it be you know or or did you feel like Martens should have got the nod to start today, and how did that make you feel when you know when when the when the lineup came out the official lineup and you didn't see his name up there? Yeah, um, I thought that Martens definitely could have started tonight for sure. Uh, it seemed that the media in Italy were making it seem like that was going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. But overall, to be honest with you, when I saw the starting lineup. I was just happy to see Lobotka and Angisa. That gave me a lot of confidence. Uh, okay. And I actually thought going into the game we'd win anyway, since naturally Milan and Inter won their matches. So I thought, okay, we'll probably win now because right. they capitalized. Um, and also, Lobotka and Angisa playing together this season has has been great. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's kept the midfield really stable. And rarely have we lost a midfield battle when them two were starting together. Uh, whereas other times the midfields looked imbalanced when they uh, them two weren't together or we've lost the midfield battle, right? We've lost the battle right. in midfield. But usually with them two, we're almost guaranteed to win the midfield battle, which is where this game is won mostly, right? It's mm-hmm. won in the midfield a lot of the times. Um, but based on how the game played out, uh, I definitely, especially the first half, I definitely would have liked maybe to see Meritans instead of Fabian. Just because recently Fabian's form's been a little iffy. It's been up and down, similar to Zielinski, except Zielinski's been even worse than Fabian uh, because it's been for most of the season, if we're going to be honest, guys. Right. Um, so especially with all the momentum that we were playing with in the first half, right? Like coming out of the gate, the, the quick, intricate passing. And I get that Fabian made some nice passes and we found Fabian in the hole, but I feel like Merten's taking the ball and turning – he has a little more, you know, pace and agility to him. And I feel that with the momentum and the pace that we were playing with in the beginning and also add the fans into that, right, the energy okay. of them, I feel like a guy like Mertens would have been would have been nice to have from the start because we wanted to, to get at them in the first half, right? People were saying we should put two, three past these guys in the first half. Well, in my opinion, Mertens playing him in that 10 right behind Oziman, especially mm-hmm. like Johnny was saying, what we've seen them do together – it, he's also made Oziman play better too. And Oziman right. had an all right match today, right? I feel like if Merton started, he probably, you know, he could have performed better. 
than he did. And I feel like he would have given us more of a threat to score more goals early on. So we could have put this game to bed early. Then you want to talk about Mertz and Daging not being able to give you 90, whatever. Then maybe, you know, we're up 2-3 in the 60th minute, 70th minute. Then you take him out and bring somebody else back on. Hmm. But, you know, yeah, overall, though, um, I, I got to say, just solely the fact that I saw Lobotka and Anguisa starting together, it, it definitely made me confident going into the okay. match, I have to admit. So. so, Gaetano, moving on to you, uh, I want to talk a little bit about Lobotka because I remember you were pretty vocal in the chat about how when Lobotka went out, the, we, we kind of lost the balance of the team. If you can just elaborate a little bit about your thoughts about about that, and then you know, let's talk to the fans and and what you saw. Yeah, I mean, listen, um, I don't want to oversimplify what mm. happened in the second half because I think there was other stuff that went into it. But it's a pretty clear line of demarcation was when Loboka came out of the game. We completely lost the midfield. We mm. couldn't string passes together. We started playing random long balls. We weren't as strong defensively. Uh, he just gives such balance to the team as a whole, mm-hmm. that I think him coming off completely threw us off. And that combined with some iffy substitutions, to put it mildly, by Spalletti, mm-hmm. who made us even more defensive-minded, where I think we should have been more aggressive to try to finish the game off. Certainly. Um, right. I think those two things kind of, you know, put the nail in the coffin, so to speak. It just it just wasn't good. Like The first half I thought was great. Um, I, I thought the game – I thought my – my prediction was three nothing before the game. I thought we were going to come out swinging. I, I had the same feeling. We we played well the first half, and then as per usual this year, and you know we can get into our history a little bit later in the show, I'm sure. But sure, we just kind of like when we're supposed to go for it, we start dropping back and we invite pressure and just we just let in goals and it just kind of been our mo. I'm a cagada to Daniel. Shout out to everybody in the chat, man. Thanks for coming through today. Uh, we're going to get this rant on the road. Uh, but we see a few new people here today, which is awesome. Welcome, Frank Pila. Can't keep, he says, we can't keep bringing in a new manager every season, a season and a half. I agree. I agree. Uh, he's mad. Most teams will spend This might be a whole nother episode, but I'll just say it. Anyway, most teams will spend this coming Mercato. And I'm worried Roma will overtake us as Marino. We'll spend, or Mourinho's bosses will spend. John Lucas, sad day. Sad day is right. I told Francesco, Francesco in the chat, I was like, I was like, either this is going to be a, a good episode or it's going to be a sad episode today. And well, uh, we, uh, it's kind of yeah, sad. You were, yeah. you were saying either hopeful one or just the or really- dreadful one. That was my words, hopeful right? Hopeful or dreadful. Yeah. Right, right. Well, it certainly has dipped close to the dreadful. Vincenzo says we lost or drew almost every big game at home. Now, so my uh, Michele, I'm going to bring that question to you because you spoke a lot about how how we about how our point. I don't want to get into a coach debate quite yet. I think we'll probably save it for later in the show. But you know, do you did you expect a little bit more and and a little bit of your thoughts on Mertens as well because you've been very outspoken about the Mertens case. I know I, I think everybody here agrees with that, but I, I want to hear it from you a little bit because you're you're super outspoken. And you know what's the deal with Spalletti, man? You know what's going on? So I mean, I'll, I'll start on on Mertens. Okay, so. Sorry. I'll start with Mertens. Mertens yeah, when somebody says we got beautiful faces, I got to put it on. I mean, come on. Mertens, I, I, I read a stat this week. Mertens 
in the lineup with Osiman, Napoli's averaging one goal from open play like every 30 to 35 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's insane, the stat. Okay. I mean, th- that stat alone is it- just – it makes you question, like, why aren't we playing this pair more? And, and people bring up, you know, two strikers. Spalletti doesn't like using two strikers. But but Mertens is more than capable of playing the 10 behind mm-hmm. Osiman. He links right. very well. He provides a lot of support in the attack with OC that, you know, with when he's not in the match, that it's not being provided. Right. You know, that that's – and the thing is, yes, okay, so Mertens is older. We're looking at the whole contract renewal situation. What, what are we saving him for? It's, it's, do, it's dire, like, you know, do or die situation. If he can't play 90 minutes – Play him for 45, 55 minutes. If right. He, if he's dead at half, take him off at half. But we like, why are we not using him to come out and, and put our foot on the throat? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why are we mm-hmm. not coming out with that killer instinct and like taking it to these teams? We let him hang around and hang around. And then we make, you know, subs, something happens with our luck. You know, Labolka gets hurt and boom. Labolka gets hurt, and we didn't capitalize on the situation where we should have been up two or three nil. Now it's one nil. Roma's right there in it, and you know they they capitalize to equalize and you know steal a point. I I'm a, you know it's like there was one point during the second half. My my brother and I were watching a game, and I was sitting there, and I was like, one goal is not going to be enough. There's no way. There's no way Roma's not scoring today. There's I mean you got. I mean, Zanola's been all right, but he he still is getting used to all this playing time. You got Moret back in net, who really hasn't played a solid game almost all year. Definitely not the second half. You you had a defenders last game who, I'm sorry, that was the worst defensive performance we had all season, despite having one of the best defenses in the league. They just they just didn't have it last game. So it was like, was that in their head for this game? I I, I don't know. Uh, and and then you throw into the mix that what what's going on with Spalletti and Mertens and and one has to question what the hell's going on and and this is where like those conspiracy theories start right it always like these 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 theories start popping up every time we start seeing things like this Peter Scala I remember when we had La Familia episode like the beginning of the season and there was the we all but we all we were all asked about what player has to produce this season. And your answer was Zelensky. And I, I was there with, I mean, you know, obviously Victor, obviously Insignia, but Zelensky playing in that role, we needed much from him. And I don't know, we haven't seen it as much, which begs the, the question of, well, why don't we give Mertens a spot every now and then? Do you, what say you on Zelensky's performance so far? I know he came in, in, in the second half today, but did that I mean, even make a difference? He has been pretty bad all year. Um, he even He's always been a little bit inconsistent, but uh, it's definitely trending downwards. Um, the problem is, though, I, I, I'm probably, I guess I'm the only one here that doesn't think Burton should start from uh, the start. I think you put him in. I, I prefer to sub him in like the 55th minute, 60th minute, somewhere in there. Uh, just because I don't think he has the legs for a full 90. Um, mm-hmm. And 
especially when you have two people like Victor and Lozano today who started who have the pace, your thinking should uh, could be um, with their pace, hopefully the defense is a little bit more tired, so somebody like Mertens could be more effective. Mm-hmm. Now, his uh, Spalletti's seemingly stubbornness to not even give the Aussie-Men-Mertens starting combo a try um, is pretty it's starting to become unjustifiable. Um, like my opinion aside, like you're the coach things are, you need to win this game. Um, why not throw everything at the wall? Um, and you know, especially like with, with the game you had last week, um, mm-hmm. you didn't capitalize on anything. And they still, again, the, since I since take the Lazio game out two one, when's the last time Napoli won a game where they needed to capitalize. I can't right. remember, especially at home. This, uh, this, 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 the Maradona used to be a fortress. Chelsea shit their pants against us, um, right. and a team that is is I think undoubtedly worse than the Dop on at least on paper the Napoli team today. But it, teams like Fiorentina, Roma, like they can come in here and beat us. Uh, come in here and beat us. It's unacceptable. Right. I, I t- totally agree with you there. I mean, everybody agrees with you there. The fact that, like, the you know, especially renaming the stadium Stadio Mando Maradona, and now it becomes this place where, it, you know, you don't fear, and, and and fear in a sense, obviously not you know, life threatening, but you know, you're gonna come in there, you're gonna get the whistle. Used to be a little and, bit of that too. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe, maybe you know, maybe we should bring a couple knives back into the stadium, but like, <laughs> let's throw some bombs somewhere. Couple shankings never hurt anybody. Come on, guys. Yeah, let the ultra stand in the seats again. It's fine. Yeah, let right. Let's you know, let's throw some M80s out into the field. Yeah, see what start happens. punching people in the face. Right. <laughs> I love when Gatano does that. No, but <laughs> but uh, uh um yeah, man. I um, I'm want to read uh Jonathan Bestford. Hey, man, good to see you again. The biggest mistake for me was game. Spalletti taking off Ozinim. His pace and directness was causing so much trouble for the Roman defense. Now. Number one, yes. I, I just feel like Osingham has been on this island all alone by himself, getting beat up all season long while our wingers are just chilling somewhere. I don't know, having a cigarette, having an espresso in the midfield. I don't know. But Frank Pila says Lozano finally played a half decent game and got pulled or played half decent and got pulled. And and I, I think this is something that we're missing here because not o- in my opinion, it not only does Mertens feed Osinghem. Remember when Mertens was feeding Lozano when they were on together and Lozano getting a bunch of chances? We missed that too. I mean, Fiorentina, Mertens comes out onto the field and immediately scores a goal. It was and what happened was from Insigne to Osinem, Osinem to Mertens. Goal tucked right into the corner. And we almost came back and tied that game. And it was like Almost where when when Mertens comes onto the field, but we got this guy Lozano on the right side. Johnny, I like he's been getting a, he's been catching a lot Lozano lately. We we've seen some great performances of last season, maybe not so much this season. But this game, do you feel like he should have been the dude this game? Maybe he should have been the one. To take Napoli to pro- do you think that Lozano was there to give Roma all this trouble and maybe scoring a goal? And why does he get taken out and not getting more chances? 
I mean, it's yeah, I have to agree. Last year, you know, he obviously improved towards the end. But I think ever since this year when he made those comments about or his agent, I forgot, was it himself or his agents making a comment that he wants to move on to bigger and better things? Like, I think ever since then, it's been a little bit shaky for for Lozano on his front. And I just feel like as if everybody has become a little bit more critical on him because of those comments. Because, like, okay, well, if you're going to say that you're going to want to go to a bigger team, at least play, like, as if you deserve to play on a bigger team. And it's just there's games where it's like, you know, like, like I'm just quickly looking at his stats here, you know, like he's got one assist in the past, what, like eight games. Like it's, it's, it's not something to be like, like you're, you're getting starting time, at least play like as if you deserve it. I'm not saying you have to score every game, but you know, like kind of like the point that you brought up before support OC, man, he's on an Island, at least give him something to work with, you know, uh, I forgot who I think maybe it was somebody here, but somebody shared basically the game before where there was just that open space for Lozano to just perfectly pass it. And he decides to run over it. Thank you. Uh, I yeah. knew it was one of you guys. I just couldn't remember who it was. And it's just like, <laughs> it was perfectly open space. And it's like, my eh. arrows. <laughs> right? The arrows. Yeah, yeah, the arrows last episode. Right, right. You know, but, but in all in all seriousness, I mean, he does get a lot of heat. Today, yeah, he <laughs> probably played half decent. But I, I, like I said, that like, if he doesn't, if he's not running in the box, being that threat using his speed, you know, we weren't going to get that penalty shot early on. Right. Um, you know, like, because he was way ahead and he forced Ibanez to make that mistake. Was it Ibanez that got the foul on him or was it my – yeah, it was Ibanez that got the foul on him. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Um, you know, mind you, he's got a tough side to, to fight against. Zalewski for uh, for Roma has been been very good ever since he, the, <laughs> Mourinho started using him. So, right. uh, But nonetheless, um, we need him to – if you, like, we need him to be a big game player. And prior to Ossiman, he was the biggest transfer – uh, you know, like that, the Napoli purchase, and I think that also gives so much pressure on him from the fans because we, if you're going to be the biggest transfer, you got to show why you were the biggest transfer in, right? Um, I think this game, okay, fine, doesn't deserve too much criticism, but still, there was it, it wasn't one of his big games, and I think, I think he's just phoned it in, uh, to be honest with you. I think, I think he's probably just like, okay, well. At this point, it's too much of a mountain to climb to get the Scudetto. So let's just phone it in, try to get top four. And then from there in the summer, he's probably looking at other options. Right. But here's the deal, man. Come on. Like, Johnny you know, we're, we're, yeah, I know. I know. There's only one team here. <laughs> I'm, on an, yeah. I'm on a Napoli podcast, guys. If I'm on a right, Napoli right, podcast, right, I'm right. going to say we for Napoli. <laughs> Johnny is the only Johnny's like the ambidextrous fan, you know. He can, no, he can, but I deserve this. I deserve this. He's like a switch hitter. Yeah, yeah. No, he's the only one that's happy about today's result. Actually, yeah. no. Okay, I'll I'll say it live and I'll be straight up. Okay, <laughs> Go ahead. because Napoli's actually fighting for the Scudetto. I would have rather a Napoli victory over a draw. To be honest. Oh, okay. Now you're gonna put me. Oh, I full screened you. I full screened you. I full screened you for this one. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'll get I, you. I, would, I, I won't. I won't lie. I wanted. I wanted uh, a Napoli victory because of the Scudetto. Because I mean, I saw Roma win when I was eight years old. I mean. Like I've never seen Napoli win in my life. I would like to see some one of my two teams at least have success, you know. So right. um, you know what it must be nice. But um besides wow. that, you- like you know, it's I mean a draw, cool, but it's not nothing, nothing, it's not good for either team. It's not good for Roma and it's not good for Napoli because Roma Useless. doesn't gain much ground on Juve for top four, and Napoli doesn't gain much ground for the Scudetto. So a draw is actually not a good scenario for either team. Okay, I'm screen recording. <laughs> you got a screen. Yeah, it's it's that now 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 it's official. Now it's official because Johnny said it here on the rant. But so guys, now I, w- I want to go back to Gaetano's point a little bit about Lobotka leaving the field. Let, let's kind of like work our way back. We 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 said our piece about the forwards. Uh, we said about 
you know, the lack of Mertens. I, I think, you know, there's no point to keep talking about it because we've been saying this now for weeks. But Labaka leaves the field. Now, you know, Anguissa coming into the season was like a superstar. I mean, his first game in, he made beast of the match. His second game in, almost beast of the match. And his third game, almost beast of the match. I mean, I actually had to, like, just give it to other people to switch it up because, I, you know, I, I just didn't want to give it to the same guy three weeks in a row. But, you know, we brought in this guy to help us defensively. Why, Why? you know, Labotka leaves and all of a sudden we're lost? Well, like we, we barely even had Laboka. We didn't even have the same Laboka last season. So, uh, Fran, I guess, yeah, or if anybody wants to chime in, Pete, whatever. It, it's it, it, uh, sorry. Um, in my opinion, I mean, with um, Anguisa, obviously, I, I love him, he's great, but sure, uh, um, Laboka does a much better job of linking, especially with the way Napa like to build from the back, he mm -hmm. does a much better job of linking defense, midfield, and attack. Um, um, uh, and Greece is great, but that's not linking up the, the the defense to you know offense isn't really his game. So that's that's why you miss that with Lebokin. Fabian in the past I've seen him kind of be able to do that as well as Zelinsky, but Zelinsky has been useless this year, and Fabian he's honestly he's becoming like a three point shooter now. He just stands outside the box, shoots the ball, and hopefully it goes in. I, I might go back to my hating Fabian days because <laughs> I, I just don't not sure how much. He, I, I don't know if it's because tactics or coaches or what have you, but just watch the Lazio go. Uh, just watch two on Lazio again. You'll fall in love every time. Yeah, yeah, it's great. You know, I hate that shit though because it's like then people get away with murder because it is one nice thing, you know. But I mean, I, I think he's very capable of scoring goals. I think he's very capable. I want to see him taking more shots, but the reason why I bring up Enguisa at times is because I feel like as if Enguisa is moving forward and Fabian is staying back. And we keep saying that, well, Anguisa was supposed to stay back so Fabian can move forward. Fran, do you see that? Or is it just like maybe I'm delusional? Uh, I don't see Fabian moving forward and Anguisa staying back. I see the opposite. And I don't think Fabian is very good defensively. I'll be honest. I think he's shit on the counterattack. And I think he's like so, so helping the, the, the back line. I, I don't think he should. I mean, I know he has to do it, but... I'd rather Anguisa do that. And if Laboca is out, and I and I say and yes, I, I think he has the good dribbles. I like the way he 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 can connect with the midfield. I agree with Peter there, but I thought Anguisa was supposed to be this guy. You know, he was supposed to be the better version of, of Bakioko last year, somebody like a, a a pillar in in the midfield to help the back line. He was that in the beginning of the season. I, I'm starting to see different things ever since he got hurt and came back. I'm seeing a different Inguisa. What say you? Uh, I say that I agree with you, uh, Biz. Ever since. Thank um, you. Have a good night, everybody. Ciao. <laughs> That's it. No, nah, keep going. I'm sorry. Um, no, nah, no worries. Uh, yeah, I agree. Ever since he got hurt in the uh, the Inter match, he's definitely been off the pace a bit. Um, I think that he's gotten better since when he first came back. Because when he first came back, he was super rusty. But I think it's really evident that our best midfielder right now and um our midfielder who's been our best midfielder for some time now is Lobotka. like he he's a few steps above everybody right now um sure. in my opinion i i really don't think anybody is close i mean zielinski is further off than the other two fabian and angisa um he's just been you know he's been woeful man um i have no idea but angisa has been far better than bakayoko in my opinion 
Um, it's unfortunate today that on the tying goal, he didn't track back. Oh, uh, but um, just I'm sorry to cut you off. Just for the record, I'm not saying that Anguisa and Bakayoko are on the same level. What I'm saying was that Bakayoko was kind of what well, he was supposed to be that guy. He failed, and Guisa comes in, became that guy. We just don't see that anymore. So, for yeah. the record, I think Anguisa is better than Bakayoko any day of the week. But I'm just saying the second half of the season, I don't see the same beast in a match that I saw in the beginning. So I just want to let, let's just set the record straight. I'm sorry to interrupt you. A few people in the uh, chat. Nah, were no worries. Go on. Yeah. No, no. So again, yeah, Zielinski has been pretty woeful, uh, like far more woeful than Angisa and Fabian. But uh, Lobotka has been a step above the rest, guys. Um, it's 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 that simple. He's he's been our best midfielder. Uh, in almost like all aspects of the game. And like I was saying before, yeah, Angisa didn't track back on the tying goal. And um, it definitely costed us. I mean, he he was before the midfield line to, to when the ball moved to the top of the, the 18, into the, into the 18, and he was at like the top of the uh, D. Um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. He was just dead weight, basically. Uh, Zielinski fell asleep on the goal, too. Completely fell asleep. I don't know what the hell he was doing. I really don't know what the hell this guy's been doing, to be honest. He's really pissing me off lately. Uh, and it's a guy that I really respected and rated highly. I still do. But, yeah, I don't know. And another thing that I don't understand, too, back to your point, Biz, is mm-hmm. uh, there were some games this season where Fabian's had four or five shots on goal or clear you know, looks at goal. Right. And games where he doesn't even get one look. Well, that's like, what I'm saying. Like, what, what, what's going on there? No, nah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what it's- that's about. I have Guys, no any does any you know open you know open participation here? Can anybody explain this to me? Because I'm baffled. Because I'm baffled as to why this keeps happening. Because anybody it has to be a coach thing. Well, no, I, mean, I, I disagree. Catano, um, listen, the game dictates how the midfield is going to play. If if the team is pressing or if the team is making Fabian play back or not be as aggressive going forward, then he can go forward. Plus, we think of these guys as robots. Fabian is not in form. Zelinsky is not in form. So they can't push so far up the field because then they can't track back. So when Fabian was scoring his goals and and, and playing much for um, – I'm not baffled uh, – much more I forward, know what Joe's going to say. He was we'll in form, on. right? He was able we to played 4-3-3 three, three today, Joe. What happened, Joe? 4-3-3. Three, three. You got your wish, Joe. What happened? <laughs> four, three, three, I love three, you, brother. 4 three, three, is our my, best formation. I love my brother, but, it's our, it's but yeah. our best formation. But anyway, but go on. Yeah. So I, I just I think I think form dictates um, how far forward our midfielders are pushing and who's pushing when. And I also think the way the teams play us uh, dictates who's pushing up and and, and who's not. But Gaetano, why listen, is the guy knows he doesn't have his legs. If he if he knows he doesn't have the legs to to go back, you know, to be a box to box, he's just not gonna do it. But why is Zelinski out of form? I don't, I, well, I don't, I don't know. I'm not there, but he had a great first half, and then something's happened where he got hurt, and then he then he get COVID. Completely fallen off. He got COVID. Yeah, I think that dude COVID. Yeah, I think that dude got. I think he got really affected by that because yeah. we saw after he came back from COVID last season, like he had trouble breathing. Man, I I don't know if that's still something he's dealing with. It obviously they're not going to talk about it, but I was God actually damn. Gonna, I was actually I'm looking at Vincenzo's comment. I was actually going to say that he wrote, um, it's the, the, change the formation. Go ahead. 
Yeah, he he's alluding to Fabian. Uh, let, let, let me read it for the viewers and 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 all our audio yeah. listeners because we have some people here audio. Uh, Vincenzo Petillo says it's the change in formation at the start of the season. Fabian and Guisa formed a great partnership uh, in the midfield too. Now they're playing wider to accommodate Lobotka in the middle. Yeah, I was gonna say that today. I saw so many times Rui, Insigne, and Fabian with these little triangles out near the touchline. And, yeah, that's great and all, but it would be really nice to see Fabian central and closer There's to goal as well, where he was, he was getting more looks, you know, earlier this season. Um, I, I yeah, remember, with, I think... With three in the middle, you should have more freedom to go forward. So, it, it's kind of, it just, like I said, I, I don't know. Go ahead, friend. I'm, go ahead. No, yeah. I, I'm not even saying that because of the formation, like coaching-wise, he's being restricted. I'm just saying that... I did notice Fabian like wider, way more than centrally, yeah. which I don't understand yeah. at all. Like against Bologna, I think he had I don't I don't can't even remember how many threatening shots he had, and I'm pretty right. sure he had a brace that game when we beat them three nothing, or maybe not a brace, but he had one. But he could have had like two or three. But even though our wingers were underperforming even in the beginning of the season, Fabian was that outside threat outside of Oziman, and now it's like. We don't even have another threat besides Oziman. So now he's right. taken out of the equation. Right. So, I mean, even I, I think half of Fabian's problem is he's too he's just too slow. Um like okay. he doesn't even when he's running, it seems like he doesn't have an extra gear to be able to right. go. And with the way Napoli they I will give give uh they play a lot faster on the Spalletti than they did with Catuso. Yeah. Um, yeah. And okay. so I think we're starting to see, you know, that catch up where he's he's just he's too damn slow. Well, he's gone. He's gone after the season anyway. So, yeah. Ooh, got, uh, like 56. Ooh, Fabian? Yeah. Fabian? Yeah. This is what it is. I he's mean, he's getting a lot of interest too. Yeah. Miguel, like, you know, what's your opinion on the matter in the midfield? I mean, I, I have mine. I'll express it after you, but what, you know, what, what what's in your head right now? So, I, I think with the uh, emergence of Labotka mm -hmm. and the style of player that Labotka is and what he brings to the pitch. I feel like some of the other attacking midfielders aren't it, – it's affecting their play. Zielinski for the most – like the, I think he affects Zielinski the most. It's almost like Zielinski is playing out of position for him. Like he's having to play wide. Labotka's uh, taking up that middle, you know, the middle of the pitch. And I can't remember who – it might have been Dom. I can't remember who. I was watching a breakdown, and it was basically talking about how – you know, Lobotka is really affecting Zelensky's form because how where Zelensky is most effective and how his style okay. is, you know, with Lobotka being the guy, like Lobotka has cemented himself as the guy in our midfield right now. Okay. That it's really kind of affected a couple of the other midfielders that are more attacking. But, but, uh, but but why though? I mean, isn't Laboka supposed to be the CDM? Yeah, like, but he he so Laboka's. I mean, he moves up and he's taking a lot of that central space where Zelensky typically operated. So okay. last year Zelensky was. I mean, he mainly operated central. Okay. Yeah, he was kind of the second striker. Yeah, he he operated in the ten where. Z or Lobotka is kind of, you know, he's taking that space as that central midfielder and the other two midfielders are sitting out wide. 
Oh, I, I don't know if Laboka doesn't go nearly as forward as um, um as uh, Zelinsky did last season, at least. No, um, no, no, no. And take you out. But um, I just, I don't know. I, I do think, as we somebody said in the chat, he um, against Empoli, he only lasted 15 minutes because he had breathing problems, and I don't think he's been the same player since. It's and it's. You can't blame him for if that's the issue. Like you can't blame him for for that. It is what it is. But um, with his underperformance and Fabian's underperformance, it just becomes more of a clear issue. Well, I didn't. Uh, so Gaetano will return in a moment. He just has some technical things to 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 uh, fix up. But see, this is so, so. This is my opinion. You know, Lobotka obviously is a brand new player this season. You know, he, I want to read out a comment. Uh, I think it's kind of cool. Uh, but Daniel DeLeo says, if LaBocca was this good last season, Gattuso would have not been sacked. Now, I will say this much, uh, without going into, again, the big coaches debate, but Gattuso, part of the weakness in Napoli was that midfield and how we got counterattacked and how we couldn't support the back line. He did not have the LaBocca that we have this season, nor did he have Nguisa. All right? And Deme... I kind of, yeah, he's kind of a liability that like you don't know when he's going to get in trouble or not when he's going to come into card issues and, and and all that so you know would have I think he would have been sacked anyway but I do agree that Gattuso did not have the same players in Lobotka and definitely Linguisa because he wasn't signed to uh, uh you know to to help him out there so uh well, well according Gattano, to Lobotka sorry but according to Obaka, wasn't that he he didn't like Catuso? Catuso didn't like him, so that's right for that. And also, but can ADL, you blame him? Can you blame Gattuso? Like, I mean, but I mean, he was completely out of shape. The guy was a meme last season. Now he's like Lobo Cop. You know, now he's the man. Maybe like, he needed. Maybe he just needed a coach that believed in him. I mean, I I I don't know. Like, yeah, but Lobotka Lebo- got in shape before Spalletti. I mean, Lobotka got in shape in the off season on his own. That's what I'm trying to get at. It's like I, I think Lobo marked them, bro. <laughs> he put on the COVID pounds and and Gattuso held held it against them. And maybe he's you know sensitive little bitch and and he couldn't he couldn't come on like wh- who like he put on Gattuso. the COVID fifteen, right? That's <laughs> true. I had like COVID twenty five up in here, but like, <laughs> but no, but for real. Uh, uh, I mean, Gattuso held everybody accountable, and the team loved him. So, if Laboka had a problem, I think that's Laboka's problem. Like, let's and ADL, real well, ADL was going to fire. Didn't ADL say he was going to fire him regardless? So, it's a Gattuso, bit of a yeah, but I'm just, but just you know, for, for shits and giggles here, yeah. like it, it, it's it's come on, like he was holding people accountable. Laboka was shit. We always like get rid of Laboka last season. Now we're like, oh my god, he he's the best player. Oh my god, our team can't perform without him. So I can't. Well, I can't do tell that. You how- I can't tell you how sad I was when I was at Napoli Lecce and he started. I was like, <laughs> and we were all like really angry about it because like we wanted Labutka to be that because you mentioned it before. We wanted him to be that CDM, and that's why we went after a guy like Angisak to 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 play that role. Mm-hmm. And because Labutka wasn't showing signs that he was going to do it, so obviously right. you make a move to cover your bases, and then all of a sudden Labutka drops the weight. He gets in better form. And he starts off the season on a high. So then it, then it creates that whole topic like, oh, crap. You know, like it's another Lozano and uh, and Polipano Politano debate. debate. Yeah, right. It's, it's, Moreno, it's like, Spina debate. Right. We, we yeah, had so yeah. much duality in, in this team lately, right? 
Yeah, but we I, like I, we like our midfielders. We like so, our midfield. We like yeah. everybody. I mean, it's not really hell. But, no, but like, I don't like but, like you're good. You have two good options. It's like who do you right. start over? You know, that's what I mean. Like in terms of. Uh, and, I don't even think Lobo really he, he he didn't come out the gate the season like because Anguisa really filled that role and Fabian Ruiz was getting the starting uh uh a nod to 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 kind of be right next to him. So it, it really wasn't until I'm not sure if it was Anguisa well, he was maybe really, no, he, had a good he was really good in preseason and then he got hurt. Yes, yes, but Anguisa was starting most of the games. Lobo yeah, was still on the bench. Lobo, Lobo was got hurt. hurt. Yeah, Lobo got hurt. All right, maybe I forgot a little. Yeah, he got hurt, I believe, against Genoa, and then they they literally brought in Anguisa like five minutes before yeah. the Juventus game. That's right. Sorry, I stand corrected. This is why this is why I love you guys. But like, uh, fine. So let's just yeah, pretend like, I didn't Lobo, bring that up. Lobo was starting from the <laughs> beginning. Yeah, I gotta um, be honest. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys what you guys think of this one, but Lamotka, especially today kind of showed that he's the only midfielder that's got the legs to go box to box. Um, I wonder if over the summer he, he works on finishing a little bit and, and does that and adds that to his game and then becomes like mm-hmm. a box to box guy next year and like a threat, maybe making runs from behind the play into the box. I don't know. Just what we have with him. I think that's asking a lot. <laughs> Carmelo says, remember when Demet was our number one midfielder? God, I, I do remember that. I really watch the guy now. He was okay. He was, you know, he, I think he had a lot of energy. In the beginning, he was, he was like the best one. Yeah. But, but yeah. it, I, it's, it must be so hard for these guys to, 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 you know, have to sit on the bench and watch the game and maybe get no playing time. And, you know, even like a guy like Zanoli, who, you know, Spalletti has the vision for, but gets no minutes until Di Lorenzo, who's been an absolute machine, you know, gets hurt. And now, now, now you see him, see him starting. But I, I can't imagine how hard it is for a coach to really balance all this and, and what's their game plan and, and, what, and, and what, what does it look like? But let me ask you guys, like, I don't know. I, I think, do we blame ADL? Does ADL have any blame in this? Because I, I know people want to kind of talk about it. Yes. Of course, like, right. So, I mean, I, the, 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 yeah, everybody's all right, fine. Because every know. time I'm, I'm le- I lean towards the other end, but that's I think there's not with John. So, so, uh... so, okay. So it's three to two, yes to no, right? Is, is that right? Or, or no to yes, rather, right? Like, okay. like he does, he does deserve yeah, some critique, but I wouldn't say that he's the full blame for this. I mean, uh, I, no, I don't think like full blame, but like <laughs> a decent amount, yeah, yeah. The, the coaching carousel is on ADL. This this new coach yes. every every yes. sixteen months. I'll yes. give you that. That I'll is on. Yeah. He shouldn't have fired. He shouldn't have fired Gattuso. Wait, hold yeah. on. So no. let's oh, hold on. So Sadi left on his own, right? Because Adiel wanted to keep him, so Sari decided he wanted to go. Yeah, and but make money well, Sari wanted more money. Right, so that's so nothing you could do there. Then he, he brings more in money. What, what he brings in, arguably one of the best coaches of our gener- of this, of our time, right? Ancelotti mm-hmm. doesn't work out. Muni, what is he supposed to do? He probably his kept son. him too long. Yeah, his right? son probably kept him too long. Right. Then then he brings Gattuso to fix the you know the the locker room issues. Then Gattuso and him don't get along, so Gattuso leaves, and now he brings in like. What do you got? What do you want? You know, he's not like going out firing coaches. What do you got, I, I know, but it, but it's, it's it's not just the coaches; it's the players. There's it's uh, there's a lot of players throughout Napoli's history have had <laughs> yeah. issues. 
I want with... Italiano too. I want an Italiano too, for the record. I'm not a Spalletti yeah. guy. I'm just saying. Yeah. A lot of players have had uh, issues with uh, ADL. I mean, uh, Cavani said he would never play for Napoli if ADL was the owner. Um, it seemed like during a uh, – uh, I have family, I have family mm-hmm. in Naples, so they uh, – and all people do in Naples is talk. And apparently, every, for a while, everybody but Hamsik hated ADL. I don't know if that's true or not, but mm-hmm. if, if he's – like he's just very divisive, and if he's that's kind of what you're, if that's what you're bringing, like or you're put your the people who play for you hate you, like that's a problem, bro. But he's never really around the team. Like he's not like at training. He pays the players well. Like he's increased our wages tremendously. He yeah, buys players problem. when he needs to buy them. Like is he perfect? No. Does he have a ton of money? Not as much as you know Juventus, Inter, and 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 um, Milan. Um, but, dude, I, listen, I want to win the Scudetto as much as everybody else. I, I'm 37. I remember Maradona vaguely, the second one, right? So I want to win as bad as everybody else. But we got to, like, take a step back. We are in contention year in and year out, besides the last two years. And I get it, he's not perfect. He makes mistakes. He draws people the wrong way. But as far as owners go, man, I mean, listen, I'll, I'll take him every day of the week and test on Sunday. That's just me. I, I was going to say that. And how many times, like, how many situations have we been in in the past you know, a few seasons where if we win the game, like we could go on to win the title, yeah. or if we win, we're still in contention. Like we don't. it's not, it's not, it's not coincidental in my opinion. It's more on these players just being a bunch of pricks and not being able to get over like <laughs> the last hurdle in the big game. Like you got to be kidding yeah. me. In my yeah. opinion, it, it's it's on more than ADL because he like, gives you what you need. He gives you what you need, and it's proof because. Even after we missed Champions League, right? We were only out of it for two years. Look at a team like Arsenal. Look at the history and the amount of money that they bring in and how much longer they've been out of the Champions League than us. We've rebounded way quicker than them. And they have way more money getting pumped into that squad, that club in general. Um, And on top of that, like again, you can't be in these situations over and over again and it's like, oh, it's it's, it's luck. Like It's not luck. At this point, we're a legitimate team. Um, in, in the Italian league, obviously, in the city. Yeah. And I think that has a lot to do with the way ADL's constructed the team over the years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I, go on, Michele, please. So, so piggybacking off of what Gaetano said, right? I, I've and, and Roth knows this. I've been a big pro ADL person. Yep. When, when a lot of people have hated on ADL, I've, I stood up for ADL. This year is the first year I've ever kind of been like, ADL, man, what are we doing here? Because in my opinion, and obviously everyone has them, you know what I mean? Everyone has their own opinion. The move to Spalletti just didn't make sense. Moving off of Gattuso last year didn't make sense to me unless you had the home run higher. You know what I mean? Unless you had someone that was, you know, light years above him. And this has been... I mean, we can call say what it is. I mean, ADL pretty much ran Gattuso out because he, he he. I feel like, and this is like I said, just my opinion. ADL wants a yes man. You know what I mean? ADL doesn't want someone that's going to be against the grain when it comes to what ADL wants. That's where I think Gattuso and him butted heads. But the thing is, the coaching, like bringing up the coaching corral, right? Uh, the, the switch from from Gattuso to Spalletti is lateral at best. Right. You know, I, so 
we're sitting one point ahead of where we were last year with a, a, a worse goal differential by like four or five goals. We're sitting in the exact same place at the table, third third place. The difference between – and every season is different, like Atano said before. You know, every, every season is different, the situations, the circumstances. But the if you look at Serie A this year, Inter got massively worse, you know, like eight, nine points worse. The other drop was from teams four through eight. If you look at last season – Going into like the last two match days, the team in seventh place could have finished second if the cards, you know, happened the right way. Like that's how tight two through six, seven was. Right. This year, you've got the top three that are pretty much they're secure and champions. You know, knock on wood. Right. And then you've got fourth fourth place, who's also looking pretty good. And then after fourth place, it's a massive drop. You're talking like eight to 10 point difference from last year to this year. So, I mean, what, what did we really, we brought this instability, right? Why bring, why add that instability another year with a new coach that has new philosophies, you know, our wingers all of a sudden who were the best wingers in Italy and scored the most goals and had the most assists. Now all of a sudden they're glorified left backs and right backs. We're playing like a, we're playing a freaking four five one, you know. It, do do you think? I mean, I think like almost as like ADL, it, 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 because you can tell with with Spalletti trying to play it safe all the time now. The the, the goal is clearly place. is to is to is to right is to win to win Champions League. Now that's not my I I that's not even my opinion. ADL said it himself. All right, so you know it, it, what do they say when it comes out the somebody's mouth or whatever the horse's mouth come out the horse's mouth thank you gaetano straight from the horse's mouth it came straight from the horse's mouth okay he said it the he didn't say and i and i mentioned this gaetano you were on this episode he didn't say we want to win a scudetto we want to uh place well you know at least contend for the scudetto all right we don't want to make you don't want your president making guarantees but he the only thing he said was balance the budget or, or or reduce wages and win top four so this season, certainly, that's all he wanted. You know, that, that's all he really cared about. And I get why. It's important. I, I think no matter what, obviously, we, the fan, want to win the Scudetto. But I think the team, you know, getting top four is very important for the society in general and, and for yeah. the future, you know, going on. We need that money. We want to buy that coveted left back that we've all been saying about. We want to buy maybe another. We're going to need another midfield, maybe another backup strike. Well, need we need this pieces. money. We need Rob, this money. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. The whole panel. Just one simple question. If we would have kept the stability of the same coach, given Gattuso one more year, one full year, do you not think that a young coach with him, yeah, his 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 tactics were could had, you know, they could have been polished. But he can learn from that. You don't right. think that this year he 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 doesn't get this team one point better? You know, I'll I'll, I guess I'll answer first real quick because I read an article right before we came onto the show and it, it and it kind of addressed this question. Now, does uh hey is here. welcome boy. Uh, we you know how does Gattuso perform an extra year? 
How does Gattuso perform with the Lobotka we see and Anguissa? We'll Do we it. get Anguissa? Do we get Anguissa? You know, if that's the case, does he keep Bakayoko? I don't know. You know, does Lobotka get in shape and want to continue to play for the team? You know, we <coughs> does. I mean, I was complaining about Fabian all year that Gattuso didn't want to put him close to the goal. Do we see these kicks from Fabian? It's 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 those little things, but at the same time, do we see this collapse in quality from our wings? You know, do do we do we do we see uh, uh, you know an injury again in from, from 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 uh, OCM? Do we see and uh, maybe you know Insignia's last season was a tough act to follow for himself, but you Insigne know he loved Gattuso. He loved Gattuso, and and. Gattuso kicked him in the ass to make him the leader that he was the second half of that season. Do we see that? I think Zelinski was what ten and ten last season, boys. Was that yeah. right? Yeah. Do we, you know now he's fucking who knows what he is now? You know, like do we see these things? And 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 that's where my curiosity lies. So uh, I don't know if we could answer these questions, uh, but I, I think it's the questions you can't, right, Johnny? I mean, like that's that's my thing. It's we're only one point. I mean, Spalletti was a safe hire. That's which I'm is, also you know, yeah. it makes sense. We're one point difference. I'm also unsure of how we would have handled the situation with Gattuso in January when we had the AFCON and injuries compiled into one. Um, I almost think that with Spalletti, he I think our complaint with Spalletti is at times we're too, we're too calm of a squad, like we're yeah. almost too calm, right? We're we want to be more, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're too defensive. We're too conservative. I feel like he also gives that mindset off because he seems like a very calm guy, which in a situation like that with all the injuries and AFCON combined, maybe you want a calm guy to just ensure that the team's going to be all right and we can pull some results together. Whereas Gattuso, you get this circus vibe. It's a little bit chaotic and, you know, like aggressive. And I, I just don't know if he would have been able to have us righted um, through that time. And who knows? Like me, I, I I don't know if we would have had a guarantee top four if Gattuso was our coach again. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I mean, too, there's too many what ifs. It's, it's yeah, too yeah, many what ifs. Right, there's right. Too I many mean, what ifs. I mean, we have to go with what we have now, and we have to go with like what what we have at this point in time. Uh, Insigne unfortunately has dipped in production this season. You can make a point saying that like. Okay, uh, maybe because, you know, like he played last season, then it was the Euros, and then immediately the season starts again, you know, and you, you can make a case in point of that. You can also say the contract talks were also looming over his head for the first half of the season, you know, his uncertainty of the future. Right. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, I guess we'll just touch upon Insigne. I'll be a little bit critical of him, and I'm not critical of him because he's going to Toronto. I'm critical of him mm -hmm. because he's been the Napoli boy since day one, you know, mm -hmm. and if you're – if we're going to start looking at what the lackluster performance, you know, we have to look at our captain. If our captain himself, you know, like, yeah, you. he's scoring those penalties. He's scoring those penalties. Like, like, don't get me wrong. Like, when he, whenever we need him to come up to the spot, right. yeah, he doesn't fumble the ball every once in a while. But recently he's been getting better on the spot. But if your captain himself, you know, is not performing up to par, you know, it kind of – like, as much as you want to say, no, I'm a professional – I try my best to play my best game on the pitch and not let any other outside factors get in my way. If your captain's underperforming and he's still, you know, the captain, he's still, uh, you know, getting those starts. He's still like, I don't know, being trusted. It's It, it kind of weakens the demeanor of the team. It kind of like uh, you go out on the field and you're like, well, okay, well, if he's phoning it in, I could phone it in too. And I wouldn't really get screamed at or yelled at, you know? 
maybe that's where the difference between Spalletti and Gattuso comes in. Because Gattuso, yes, would would hold those players accountable, saying, "Hey, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, you know, like you're not performing. Wake up. Let's light that fire underneath your butt and get you going." But uh, this year, yeah, there is no Grinta. But um, at the end of the day, you know, it's it's. I think it just. It, I think that's one big factor. If your captain himself is not you know, in it and he's, right. not, he's not, he's not giving that fire to the team. It's hard to follow through or find that fire within you to actually even step up. So I don't know. Miguel was saying it's of Johnny there though. Mm-hmm. Like in the beginning of the season, Spalletti was being more uh, proactive with his substitutions. He was reading right. the game better. Oh and yeah. Then all of a sudden it just, it just went, went away. Shit. And then, and then, and then guys have been out of form, and he keeps starting them over and over, and nothing's changing. I, I, I don't understand where the well, proactive went. I, I don't know. We're not in training, so we can't see what, what the fuck is going on on the, on the training pitch. You know, like, he sees his guys day in and day out. If he's starting Fabian on one leg, there's got to be a reason. Like, there's no other options. Like, you, we, we want to see them. I don't want to see them start. Elmas. You know, well, okay, Elmas. And then would you have nobody coming off the bench to play the wing? Because... That's Palatano, mm. Palatano got no playtime today. Elma, El, did he put Elmas on the right to to uh, yeah. to to cover Lozano today? What for? You have Palatano on the bench. I don't know. He could have helped Zanoli back there. I mean, that Palatano's the guy you want on the field when you want to hold the lead. He's the guy. Him and Di Lorenzo. I mean, I mean, he's helps Di Lorenzo so much. Whether it be offensively or defensively. Yeah, that's the guy you want. What, what was he waiting for? What, and I mean, yeah, you want your ca- the captain did okay today. He he had an average performance, but n- nothing to warrant his substitution or taking Ozzy and him out. Now, or or at least if you're gonna take Ozzy and him out, give a few minutes, like you guys said earlier, with Mertens, see if they can produce another goal. What is this like? Oh, we got the one goal now. We're gonna sit back, shit. All right, you put in Juan Jesus. Clearly, you're saying we're gonna defend. Right, that that we're gonna defend yeah. now. We got. What is that telling the teams? Like Mourinho and the yeah, team was like, "All right, let's get these guys now. They're gonna sit back and try to hold this one nothing lead." I knew one goal was not gonna be enough. I'm like, "Oh, here we go again. Here we go again. We did it with Inter. We 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 shit the bed with Cagliari and his and his three in the back. Uh, you know, we we don't score against Spezia. We don't score against Empoli. I, I mean, like." These little things, we, we, we should have been clear winners of this league. I was Look, dying. I, I was gonna die on that hill about the scudetto from what I saw in the beginning of the uh in the beginning of the season, especially against Venezia when fucking Ozilam gets a red card. We keep our heads, our captain stays in the game, we win. All right, it's Venezia, it's not the biggest team quality, but still, this is our first saw, game of the season, you know. We saw a lot of character though from the team in the beginning. Right. Like those were the two things we saw. We saw a lot of fight back, and not yeah. Not we saw the Plan B as well. We saw that too. It's not that it totally went away because, like, yeah, Lazio. We went right after teams figures. Teams figured us out, guys. We just went yeah. to Atalanta and won three one a couple weeks ago. They're not the so, same Atalanta. Okay, I mean, they're not the same Atalanta. But, but the I thing mean, is, it's a tough like, place to play. We showed fight back though, like with the Lazio game, even the Fiorentina game. Like we got a goal back. I mean. I'll admit that we've we've definitely shown more character this season than previous ones, and and that's something I guess I'll credit to to Spalletti. But at the same time, um, 
like I feel like we we got to stop settling for like mediocrity. I feel that sometimes Agreed. we settle for it too much. Like Agreed. okay, and you could always you can always propose the question if we were here in the beginning of the season before a ball was kicked, would you take it? Okay, yeah, I take it because we're going to be in the Champions League. And John Luca actually went uh, went on this hit on this on Twitter today. But the way that it's gotten to this point, like the way that this season's panned out, it's not good enough. It's guys, it's it's, it's straight up disappointing. Guys, we have no. I mean, we have no. This is a flawed team. It's not. It's not a perfect roster. We have yeah. no options. But he. That's the, that's but he the, said it's perfect though. Well, he's lying. He's lying to you, and he's lying to himself. He's, he's got to be lying. Right. So well, we've well, always touted our depth. He was so there is no depth. All Just in the midfield. That's overrate, the only place there's depth. We overrate our own guys. We overrate our own guys. It's Even our, there are forwards we got depth. No, we no, don't. The only forward, the only yeah. forward okay, is also the exception uh, of Patania. Top three. The with the wingers we have depth. But the wingers, wingers we have who? But they're managed. Insinius finished, right? Insinius finished. Yeah. Let's he's be honest. He's finished. This season. Um, right. This what season right now, he's finished. Right. Um Lozano coming back off a broken face. He hasn't been the same guy, right? Politano's hot and cold, and Elmas doesn't know what he's gonna play. So what depth? It's a depth that's in our head. It's not. It's not real. But I feel like that's on. That's on the manager. Like All that's right. on. Uh, so, so, but the depth is there. It's just the are they there. are they in the right place? They're not, uh, or are they injured? Which happened uh, again I this year. I don't think we're. I don't think we're as good as we think we are. We had like forty I, goals last year from I, our wings. How do we not have depth now this year? They can't combine for t- double digit goals from open right. play. I, I just feel like Ozenim is getting beat up all the time, all alone. We didn't see this at all last season, man. We didn't see it all. We, we're fucking Hail Marys all over the place all the time. And I know sometimes it works. I'm not saying it's a tactic that we shouldn't use. You know, even if we use it 50% of the time. But where's the rest? They, I mean, they look fucking lost so, today, so, guys. So, I, I, I'm sorry. They look completely lost today. So, Guisa so, so, was uh, up front in the middle. It was. I was like, I, I was asking. I think it would, did I come in the chat? I was like, guys, what formation are we playing? Because I was lost today. I couldn't understand it. I so, do you think maybe it's probably like if Osman's getting these, these, they're getting no service up front. Do you think maybe it's just a formation issue? Maybe we should play with more of us, more of us, like an act, like for lack of a better term, like an act, like somebody who's properly playing a center attacking mid to give him those better plays through the middle. If the wings are not servicing him very well, you think maybe should somebody should probably drive him down, uh, drive the ball down low for him. Like, what do you think the solution is? Like we have to like at this point, well, mind you at this point in time, uh, I'll be the pessimist and you guys can yell at me and I deserve if you yell at me, I think the Scudetto's lost at this oh, point. It's done. No, uh, yeah, I, I, no, I, I mean, I, I, yeah, it's any, any hope for it. It was gone. Let's just today. Say it now. It was done against Milan. Yeah. It done, yeah. 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 It was done against Milan. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, the Milan game, it's like, then the Fiorentina game was a really put the, the nail in the coffin, but, but it's um, not even for the points, Johnny. It's more for like, you see these performances, yeah, like no, mathematically, been, we can still years win. And years and but... years, it's always been like this. Like we, we discussed, I, like, uh, like I messaged when I messaged you today, like, I think at this point last year, cause I remember we had you guys on for the Calcio guys. I brought mm-hmm. it up. I like, I feel like as if this team just doesn't have the killer instinct and never Correct. has that killer instinct and it's a year in and year out, like, there's these games, these big games that we need them to like, you know, like just dig in and, digging deep and win and they don't and Correct. it sucks because even earlier this season there were those games where all of a sudden like holy shit like like the Lazio game is one big example but there was um 
a game where, like I, I can't remember which team we were playing against, but we're down 1-0, and then Osimhen gets the gets the goal off the cross, off a header, and you know ties the game. And like I'm like, mm-hmm. if, 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 if last year the, the Kavia game, if last year this was a loss. The fact that we salvaged a point from this, you know, it showed good signs. And now it's like, well, Johnny, that's a no. great point because you look back at our recent history. I mean, just to point out a few easy games, right? Fiorentina in 2018, we shed the bed. Yeah. Right. Last year, Verona at home to make Champions League, we shed the bed. This year, multiple occasions, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Milan at home, Fiorentina at home the other day, and now today. In, the, in our recent history, we could look, look back four, five, six years, and you could find three or four games where you just like, what has happened? How did we not win this game? Like, this is the game that you kind of come out and, you know, attack the whole game. And just listen, a draw does no, who cares if you lose? A draw and a loss, it makes the same thing. You got to go for the throat. You got to go for the win. You got to right? go no. for the throat. Um, I, I remember when, when I think when things were much better and Napoli were 7 0, we had a big um, uh, chat like this, a uh, rant like this. Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone, I think it was everyone but me and Raf was saying mm-hmm. that uh, Napoli was going to win the Scudetto. And just me and Raf were, we didn't want to do that yet. Um, and you see why. I mean, like, I, after we, history, we've seen it. And after the Milan game, I have, I have, I made a new decree for myself. I will mm-hmm. never get excited about Napoli Scudetto mm-hmm. until we're actually in first place. I've okay. seen us, I've seen us be one point behind the, the first place too many times. Because when mm. we play them, it, it, every time, it, we seem to shit the bed. When, besides the Lazio game, when's the last time Napoli has won a game where they needed to win? Well, that's that's the other thing, too, though. When you pose the question, if we were here before the season started, would you take it? We've had, like, five weekends in the past two months where we could have went top. And we fucked yeah. in four out of the five times, yep. I think. Yep. So when you look at it that way, it's like, Jesus Christ, like how many more gifts can this team have been given? And I'm with Biz on, on the fact that – and Gaeta, like I'm, I don't dispute your point where you're saying our depth is not as good as maybe we think. That could be true. Um, but I'm with Biz in the fact that I, I, I predicted us coming third this season, but I only do that for like jinxing purposes. <laughs> I, 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 besides Inted, I think we're the best team in the league on paper. Um, and arguably even like this year better than I thought maybe we would be better than Inter. Um, so for me, like th- this idea that it's, it's so far fetched to win. It's, I don't know to me, like Leicester winning the premier league when they won the premier league is way crazier than posing that we could win the league. In my opinion. I, I agree. So I don't think it's that far fetched. I think we have a, a really good team. Um, I just think that we, Overall this season, like, it was a combination of shit in the bed, choking, underperforming, um, and some individual errors, obviously. Honestly, more, I, I don't really think we got unlucky this year at all. I, I think where we are is what we deserve, to be honest. And it's I'm sad because it could have been, been more. It definitely could have been more. Um, it could have been a lot more. And I think that, but that here's that, the sad reality. I feel like as if, sorry for interrupting. Just want to. No, just, no, just, no. I, 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 I sad reality is if you're not going to do it, I, I said it today. Like if you're not going to do it this year, you're not going to do it for the next five years. We're losing too many major pieces. To, and, I saw and, that. And, and up in this upcoming off season, you know, where it's like, I couldn't agree more. It's, yeah. it's, you're going to, if you're, you're going to have to rebuild the team, it's, you're not going to, you could probably right. ma- manage to maintain and fix some band bandage team to maintain a top four spot. But, 
if you're gonna make a champion push, like like I feel like is it before you even worry about winning the Champions League title, win your domestic title first, you know? Oh, like, uh, let's let's just, not even talk about yeah, Champions League. Right, 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 right. If you want to think about European title, oh. Europa League or whatnot, think yeah. about winning we, we something got, domestic first. Johnny, I mean, we gotta spend four hundred million dollars before you know a year on salary. But that's what I'm saying. We, no, nobody in Italy has that money, by the way. Even nobody. if Milan gets bought for a billion euros, yeah. I and they say, Oh, we're gonna spend three hundred million in the first offseason. Uh even at that, I don't think it's enough to keep up with the French. But anyways, that's another topic for another day. I, it's if it's not this year, guys, we're just gonna have to sit back and just you know enjoy top four finishes for next. I mean, hey, I won't complain for top four finishes. You're getting Champions League runs yeah. every every season, but if you want a scudetto push, we're gonna have to wait a good amount of time. And I, I, I it sucks. And do you I really think? Like, do you really think Juventus is gonna be this bad again next year? They're not. They're not. Roma's probably gonna get better. It's just gonna get harder. I actually, yeah, but it's going to get harder for everybody, have, though. No, at the end of every season, how, how other teams are going to get better. We don't know. Sorry, what was that guy, Tana? I'm not with it all the way. I'm not with it all the way because Napoli can get better. We don't know if somebody can come and buy us. We don't know what we're going to do. Oh yeah, someone comes and buys us. Yeah, but under eighty, we he's he's you you said it yourself out of the horse's mouth. Right, balance the books. You know, we got to get balance the books. But that's this season. I understand this season. Funny, ironically, it's not the only time he said it. He's, no, of course he says it every year, probably. But, but out of all times, he said it. I mean, or rather, uh, uh, the the way ADL has been running this team, you would think at COVID, a time where there's like a financial, big financial issue going on again in Italy, where these teams are struggling, this is your moment to shine. This is your moment to say, okay, I made these financial decisions. The team relatively stable. Okay, we're able to pay our players. We don't have to make a fire sale. De Laurentiis, this was your moment to prove your point. This was it. And you went safe to get your top four, to get your 150. You were going to – De Laurentiis was going to get that top four no matter who fucking – Mickey Mouse could have coached this team. We would have got the top four. When are we going to start giving these players some credit? Ozinem is a beast. Mickey Mouse is a beast. We got one of the best center backs. Ospinas, Ospinas, what was that? Mickey Mouse is underrated, by the way. Mickey Mouse is <laughs> underrated. With Goofy with him in the back, man, it would have been a force. We would have Disney across our chest, bro. Fucking, you know, like <laughs> with the fucking ears and shit. <laughs> the light blue ear hat, something with the fucking De La Renti showing up to the fucking stadium with the ears. Right, like instead of this, it would have been like Mickey Mouse's head instead of Kappa. Like we've been so, we're sponsored by Disney. So, but I do a great. I I don't know if I can do it now, but I do do a pretty good ADL uh, impression. I'll have to record it. Siete delle verde. Yeah, like, Sono io il vostro Mickey Mouse. No, but like no. <laughs> no, but serious. Out of all the fucking years. That you want to be financially stable and take it to the man. This was it. So ADL, even you shit the bed right now. I mean, come on. So we had to do so more. Biz, we had biz, to do more. Besides the coach, who was your brought in, player wise? Uh, backup striker. Patania's trash. Uh, he should have never. All right. He said Patania's been trash since his foul days. But, but come on, man. Come on. That's why do we, why do we act like Mertens is only a backup striker? We treat him almost like that. He that's all he is now. Yeah, no, he's is. much more than that. He he's can't get on the field. He can't get on the field. That's for seventy like, million euros for Aussie man. I mean, you have to justify that. I mean, I'm not, don't get me wrong. I'm not, you know, Aussie man. I mean, like, I love the guy. Don't get me. I love our prince, but like, it's like, okay, you spend that much on Aussie man, you better use him, you know, and you got to justify the purchase. So, yeah. 
sucks because when when Mertens took that center forward spot, you know, what was it? how many goals did he get that year? Guys, uh, first season. Listen, for, for everybody yeah. in the chat, because there's a lot of it, for everybody saying that everybody's priority is, you know, ADL's priority is just UCL, I call bullshit. Listen, every top team, every team in Italy right now's priority is Champions League, is top four. It's $150 million just to qualify. All right? That's more money than winning a Scudetto. I'm so, Guys, let's face it. Soccer has changed. We need to change with it. It's not a bad thing to say, hey, we're making the top four. It's not a bad thing to be in the top flight of football, even though we're not winning. I understand. We are but sexually I frustrated. We haven't won a fucking trophy since, <laughs> since 1990. I get it. I get the frustration. But, yo, we are constantly competing. That's what's important, man. you got to look at it that way sometimes. We will, win the trophy. we will win the trophy. We're going to win it. I understand you do your goal is yes, it's 150 million. Where nobody nobody wants to spit that in the face. You you take that, but at one point, isn't your goal for more than more than that? Like in businesses, all the time they'll take on debt to make yeah. profit later. But Napoli can't take that. He doesn't want to. Well, he's never doing that. If you make a run in the Champions League, you make that times how much? He's told you he's never doing it. He's told you. But, you, but I, then I'm never going to win the Scudetto. I'll, I'll say this much, Pete. We're we're past, kind of past the hour mark, so we'll we'll cut out soon. Uh, because I, ADL, I, we can have like six episodes on ADL. That's the problem. But the chronicles I, of ADL, right? The, it's exactly what it could. be. I mean, this guy, we can come out one of those big, you know, those big ass books as like six <laughs> of them in a series. That's that's fucking ADL's career. And but I do believe he's hit somewhat of a ceiling. I do believe that. Maybe some more financial support. If this was like '94, yeah, maybe ADL would be winning cups right now. But it's not. We're we're going up against huge budgets. He needs budgets. like a silent partner. We don't have right, but right. He he Jeff needed Bezos. those uh, the the not even Bezos. He had the dude from the the LA Dodgers that we were linked to. I don't know if that was probably Ooh, a rumor. Johnson. No, <laughs> I wish we had Magic. Bring can, Magic. Can, can he play left back? But like, <laughs> certainly she can play number ten. I feel like Magic Johnson, right? He was dishing out the ball. Oh, he's definitely but, yeah. He would definitely have been a midfielder, yeah, for sure. You would have been a midfielder, Magic Johnson. No, LeBron is playing left back. I already. LeBron's talked. playing center forward. Just headers. Fizz, headers, right? Fizz, can we just like touch upon how your view on the team being lost and and. And also, just not let Spalletti get away with what happened today. I, I kind of want to bring up the Oziman substitution a little, just because, just because <laughs> the, way, the, the way that the way that we were playing the game. <laughs> I don't know exactly when it started, right? But I know from the 90th to the 98th minute, we were just kicking to no one, like we were just launching it to nobody. And I don't know exactly what minute that started at. I think it might have been like right before 80 or like. In the low, yeah, around that time, around that time, right? And he, a guy with the pace and physicality presence of Oziman, he's that one chance that if you're going to launch the ball, maybe we can retain possession. Right. And instead, he he brings Mertens on when it's like the last whatever minutes of the game. The game's almost like irrelevant at this point because the way Spalletti's having the team play, which doesn't cater to Mertens' physicality or height, which is winning 50-50 aerial duels. Right. So basically, by taking Oziman off and putting him on, he's saying every time we get the ball and we kick it forward and launch it to no one, we're just automatically going to give possession away and totally bank on the fact that we're going to continuously be able to absorb pressure. 
when Spalletti has also come out and said previously that this team doesn't really like to defend and they like to play with the ball more so than without the ball, which it doesn't take a genius to realize that. It doesn't take Spalletti saying that to know that. We all know that. We all know this team likes the ball, right? They like to be with the ball. So why are we taking out our only outlet in the way that Spalletti wants us to play? Like, I'm pissed already that he wants to play that way in the first place, but why make it 10 times shittier and give ourselves absolutely zero chance of retaining possession when we're just going to launch the Mertens or Elmas? And neither of them going to win it. What's he doing? Because old Italian people are assholes. (laughs) That's why. (laughs) Fucking stubborn. It's Come something. on, right? What the fuck are you doing? Like, I, I, I'm, I don't know how to answer you, Bron. I mean, like, I don't know how to answer you, bro. I don't know why you take your captain and the fucking seventy million dollars striker out when you when you need to score goals. I don't know. I don't know I'm why cool. you leave the. I'm cool with Lozano your... coming out because Lozano point, needed to come out. He had the yeah. card. He had he the card, and the game was getting chippy. The way the game was going, yeah, I, I, I got it. But yeah, Lozano hit him with but the why, one but, but why not put Polidano there? I I just I don't know. Again, I, th- this is an anomaly. I don't know what why Elmas. Elmas that, that's not his position. Oh, All right, he did it. His own dad didn't want him to go in. Huh? Right, <laughs> seriously, right. Dad was like, "What are you doing?" But there? even you the Fiorentina match too. I I didn't think that we played like awful in the Fiorentina match. I thought we played okay in the Fiorentina match. Um, I, I but think even Fiorentina time, came down to the last decision. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the last non-pass or the last better op you know that didn't go to the best option right. and that's and we didn't and we didn't finish in the beginning which right. in my opinion the game could have been put to bed early we 20 we minutes created, we, created, should have been we created a ton of chances but right but, but also though in periods of that Fiorentina game we were we were how many times did I have to hear the commentator say like uh like he's sending it up and right. like, who's it go it was going to nobody it was going Dude. to nobody for periods of that Fiorentina game. We were just gifting them possession. And it goes back to your point where, I don't know, Biz, like, is the team just, like, off on the field? Do they not Do they not know what's going on, what runs to make? Do they not know so. – can, can they not break the lines and connect I, by I, playing I, on the ground through the midfield? I, we have to skip the line every time and launch to literally Jesus Christ who's dead so isn't there. Like, I, like, yo, I have no idea, yo. Can Jesus Christ play left back? <laughs> if he can't play left back, I don't know who the hell to be honest. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 the uh, you know twenty two million dollar question, Fran. I I can't that and and I think this is where the frustration lies with everybody. Uh, low kick. I I think we weren't great against Fiorentina, but I feel like we were better against Fiorentina than we were against Roma. Just we couldn't. You know, uh, I'd agree. I would agree. I, I would say defensively. Um, we were better today, especially because Koulibaly went off today. I mean, today was, he, he went from having one of his worst games of the season last week to right. one of the best ones today. Yeah. He was great. Right. Sure. See, that, that, he should have got the captain. That's what the team needed to be today. It's like, all right, we'll forgive you for Fiorentina, but like keep us in the mix. But it didn't happen. We're let down. Uh, we're coming to the hour 20, guys. So I want to cut out, you know, right after this because, I mean, uh, it, it just goes on and on and on. But uh, <laughs> over, I know, I mean, just overall, because it's so hard to answer, it's so frustrating. And, you know, it gives more fuel to this fire of the mentality of the team and the ADL and, and his, 
his ambitions. I, I, I don't subscribe that ADL doesn't want to win. I, I just don't subscribe to that. But that doesn't mean that he can't do a little bit more to help the team win. I will say that. Yes, you know, we, we always have that that uh, uh saying that you know the 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 smell starts from the the fish's head right or, or something like that so it comes from the top and trickles down yeah but <laughs> you got two I, things I, wrong today Ralph. Dude, it's <laughs> all right fuck it i mean like what, I, what you know <laughs> google is gonna mix up both it's gonna come straight from the fish's yeah. mouth <laughs> yeah it, it, the fish goes into the horse and then it comes out of his mouth so <laughs> there you go bulk of the, right <laughs> It's 10:30. We're good. Yeah, the sensors won't won't mess That's with it. us too much. But no, no. But serious, like, like, it, it, and and Dan, I'll read this here. It felt good seeing the Defoe's. finally bringing the energy, and to see that 90 minute goal was heartbreak. I'm pretty sure Dan was at the game today. Uh, if I'm correct, for next one. Right, Dan is that Dan? No, Dan what a life, so I wish. Right, Dan and Pan. Um, but um, yeah, it, it, and it is hurting. It, it hurts. It sucks for the fans. I I get it. Um, but uh, everything needs a little bit of an adjustment. Everybody can do a little something to make it better, but at the end of the day, it's the the players around the field. They're the ones that got to produce. The coach has to set the, the manager has to set the system, right? The manager has to motivate the players. They have to read the game. They have to make the big decisions. And, and ultimately, it comes down to them. It comes down to the leaders of the team trying. I know Kulabali tried, and Senior, I guess, tried his best. But when you're taking out your 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 star stallion, when you're not using your best goal scorer in, in Napoli history, when the the you know your midfield gets hurt and you can't seem to adapt, I mean, this is not De Laurentiis' fault. You it's can blame him for something. Can't blame him for losing this game because this team and the beginning of the season was a Scudetto team. And then, and listen, all the inter, and there was a lot of Interisti that reached out and was like, yeah, we saw the same shit on Inter with, with Spalletti. So I, I don't know who to believe. I don't know whose head should roll, but at the end of the day, our Scudetto fucking hopes are kind of done. It's, a wrap. it's kind of a wrap. Maybe. No, all right. Man. Mathematically. No, I know if Rafa, uh, if he's watching, is probably like, no, we still no, got no, it. No, no, no. Rafa tweeted most... that it's, all, it's done. It's done. Oh, wow. Rafa, it's, it's, oh, yeah. it's over. I'm end broadcast. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Everybody go to bed. Goodbye. If yeah, fucking Rafa Rizzo says it's over. <laughs> he watched then... the match with his dad. Yeah, he was well, oh, it was automatically all right, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think we've ever won when he's watched with his dad. <laughs> no, no. We, I, uh, I responded to his tweet today. I was like, I thought we went over this. No more matches with your dad. That's fact. When we did the, the meetup, dad was there too, and we lost. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, boys. But hope uh, hope everybody enjoyed it, guys. Thank you to everybody in the chat. So much fun. Uh, shout out to everybody on the audio, listening on the replay as well, watching on the replay, man. We do appreciate your support. Please give us a like. Please help uh, help us by sharing, by subscribing. It supports the channel. We are growing. We've seen tremendous growth over the past month or so, so I, I'm, I'm hoping you guys are enjoying it. Uh, we try to bring out all the Napoli minds as well as other teams' minds to the show to kind of give you uh uh to, to 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 give you some entertainment thank you you know i always you sure know how to talk to a host don't you uh <laughs> i take all compliments fellas you will get on this 
thing if i get a compliment thank you i love validation uh nice job fellas thank you to all the some of the new guys Zeno, great show nonetheless forza thank you guys thank you pasquale uh daniel thank you if intermeds down ends up not winning that would be a total collapse yeah 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 congrats to them they want it it's a wrap yeah john luca mediocrity let's hope for bigger and better things let's hope for a silent partner to give fucking adl some money so we could make those bigger yeah we need basil lebron (laughs) magic i want curry shooting from outside the box bro they all vacation in naples like what come right yeah take your yacht oh guys can we please start i need everybody to like bombard tag ocho cinco to come on this show we have been trying for months two weeks we've been trying for like a year to get this guy on (laughs) and i get it you know big time you don't want to come here but i i think he should i think like people will love him so Ocho Cinco, come on our show, please. Please. Yes. We're, we're cool Talk here. And you well, love Napoli. We love Napoli. It works. It works. Can we call him Cheeto Ocho Cinco? Like, oh, him. damn. You messaged him. Damn. He got him on the DMs, too. He's like, he's like who this boy? Like, Michele, Michele got blocked three times already. He keeps changing his username. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris, would you say this? He's not Chris. He's Johnny's not saying Forza Roma today. Okay, I'm not saying we'll, we'll see him on the couch, I'm, I'm, I'm guys. Say, I'm not gonna say it on a Napoli podcast. Yeah, no, he I'm wants to come back. Like I, w- I, I wouldn't <laughs> betray my my my, fa- my grandfather's family. Like right, right. All right, there you go. You see that? You know, well, on the couch, guys. You know, it's just you know, you can do it, but you know, but I gotta come back soon. I need another cap. I've been saying it. I don't know why. Johnny, oh, talk it, to your boys. I will. I will. Trust me. We're, we have a location. We try to. We no. try our best to get like. Fans of different teams is on as much as we can because it's like we, like we we don't want to just just talk about our four teams, you know. We just want to have a good rotation and get other inputs. In. Cool. But definitely, cool. you'll be on soon. No, it's cool. I'll make fun of anybody you want, bro. Don't worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, but thank you to Fran. Uh, thank you to Johnny from the Cacho guys. Uh, Gaetano, always a pleasure. Miguel Escoto de Luta, uh, always always fun to have you here. And Peter Scala, thank you for coming in, sir, with us today. Uh, thank you to the chat one more time. It's always a pleasure, grande man. Chat. You got grande chat. Big round of applause, man. You guys really, really grande make the show such, man. You have to know that. Uh, shout out to Grande Cheeto Cornstalk. Cheeto Cornstalk will be our backup striker next grande season, hopefully. But we got to see about the image rights, right? If Carmine's going to release the image rights to Cheeto Cornstalk. But anyway. Here we go. We out of here, guys. Uh, hang tight. Let me see. I got one more comment. Fortunately, Pasquale. Thank you, sir. Thank you, though, by Dan. Cigar and drip talk. Absolutely. That's why. That's how. Uh, you got to uh, bribe. You got to bribe Ocho with McDonald's. He loves McDonald's. He does. Word. But anyway, guys, thank you again. Fortunately, Sempre. We'll see thank you me. next week. Ciao, ciao, ciao.